0: Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, captain, because Nico Heischer is finally back from injury, and he returned to Devils practice. Is he going to play in the next game against the Red Wings? What did Lindy Ruff have to say? And also, Jack Hughes says that the Devils aren't really a good team right now, but doesn't mean they can't turn it around. And I think they've been making some improvements, but I think the biggest improvement lies beneath the defense and also the goaltending. We have a lot to talk about in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Buckle up, everybody. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed it. Rodor has got the puck. What a shot! All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey club, a play announcer, Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, and also part-time credential media member Trey Matthews. I know this past weekend has been a bit of a downer for a lot of New Jersey Devils fans. Unfortunately, the Devils came out on the losing end against their rivalry game against the New York Rangers by a score of 5-3, to and there's been a lot of chatter on social media about ranger fans taking over the prudential center and also they did like a fan group meet and greet or whatever that was and the those ranger fans got to take a picture on the prudential center ice like after the game but that's that's neither here or there we're gonna talk some good news for the devils because the captain nico he is finally back to participating in practice so We're going to hear from Lindy Ruff, and we're also going to talk about how that sort of impacts the Devils. And we also have an update about Timo Meyer, but it's not good news. And then in the second segment, speaking of that Rangers game, Jack Hughes spoke with the media post game, and he made some interesting comments about the state of this devil's team because keep in mind Jack Hughes made his highly anticipated return to action after missing five games due to a shoulder injury and he was able to record an assist and he also scored a goal which by the way that means my prediction in the previous episode my crossover with John Chick of On Rangers came into fruition but Jack once again took to the media and he said some stuff of that basically it got a lot of people talking on social media and I want to bring it on to this show as well. And then in the third and final segment, it seems very evident that a lot of people have been disappointed with the goaltending duo of Vitek Vanacek and Akira Schmidt because at this point, it's pick your poison. Neither one of them are off to sharp starts, and it seems like both of them have taken a step backwards compared to last year. But let's start off with the good news, and that is Nico Kiescher returning to practice. So there's been a lot of speculation the last few weeks as to, What's been wrong with Nico Heischer? When is he going to return? I've been speculating a lot on this show. If I had to make an educated guess, and keep in mind, I'm not a doctor, but this is just basically all the information I've been able to gather. I think Nico was dealing with a concussion because Ryan Ovazinski of NJ.com, he put out on the X app that it was really up to Nico as to when or not he could return. It wasn't a team decision. It was up to Nico. So I think they were trying to take their time with Nico And once again, guys, just because he went on the IR, it didn't mean that uh, there was a setback and it was a recovery process. So concussions are no joke. In fact, I think Nico has dealt with a concussion before. I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head. I go back to the 2021-56 game COVID year in which... Uh, Nico missed like two thirds of that season due to injury and then once he returns on a particular play he took a slap shot to the face from PK Subban and I think that broke his nose and if I recall correctly I think he also had to deal with a concussion and remember your second concussion is always worse than your first one that I know for a fact so just taking their time with Nico it was definitely the smart move because you definitely need Nico for the long term. You need to think of it as an investment. So I'm glad that Nico is back to practicing. He was also doing face-offs, which I think is a good sign. But enough of my personal speculation. Let's hear what Lindy Ruff had to say after the practice as he gave some updates regarding Heischer's injury. Lindy, obviously uh, seeing Nico out there has to be encouraging. Can you sort of give us a run-through of where he is at right now? Uh, well, first day back at practice, you know, great to see him out there. Uh, you know, I think even uh, the guys, a little bit of renewed energy just seeing Nico. Do you have sort of, is he on a different timeline or what, what can you sort of say about where you kind of see him right now? Um, well, I saw him at practice today. <laughs> I, I hope to see him again tomorrow at practice. Uh, no, uh, we don't really have a short-term timeline. We just see how practices go and... Uh, when we get to tomorrow, you can ask the question again and we see where we're at uh, tomorrow. Is hey, there any chance that he plays uh, Wednesday? Wednesday? Uh, you know, I don't think I should rule anything out. Uh, you know, today was the first practice. <laughs> He's, he has been skating, so uh, I'm not going to rule anything out. And how long has he been skating prior to the practice today? About oh, a week or so? or? Yeah, I'd say a week or so. Yeah. Okay, so I'll talk about how this impacts the Devils momentarily, but... I want to go back to some of the comments that Lindy made, which is they're still taking it day by day. So they have another practice today when this episode goes live. So I think if that goes well, then I think Nico will make the trip with the Devils to Detroit. And I think we will finally see his highly anticipated debut because after Jack Hughes made his return against the Rangers, it is now the captain's turn. And I think that's definitely going to be a big momentum swing for New Jersey because Lindy also said during that same Uh, press conference that there was just a new sense of energy from the Devils players when they see their captain back on the rink so once again and we're going to talk more about this in segment two the Devils is long-term success for the rest of the season it really is at the center point of both Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes. Since the Devils were missing both those respective players, it definitely took a hinder in their offensive execution and also just their game planning in general. So, getting those two players back, it can definitely help the Devils turn around their season a little bit more because we saw in the Rangers game when Jack Hughes was back, Jack was just basically taking shots left and right. And I don't have a problem with it. When in doubt, shoot the puck. So, I think we can sort of expect the same thing from Nico Heischer because he's a phenomenal two way player. So, We've been talking about how the Devils' offensive execution has been lacking in a sense because they create good looks for themselves, but it seems like they have a tough time finishing. But Jack Hughes can help with that. Nico Heischer can help with that. But let's talk more about the defensive side of things because I think that's also been a big struggle for the Devils, which is they've been having too many defensive lapses, which results in sometimes turning the puck over, maybe creating more scoring opportunities for their opponent because they can't control the rebound i think nico can definitely help in that department and also you take some pressure off of michael mcleod's shoulders i think he's done a phenomenal job in the absence of nico he he was taking a lot of face-offs he was doing a lot of the dirty work he was a top line centerman for the devils and i think michael mcleod deserves a lot of credit for what he's been able to do but let's face it michael mcleod is no nico he so while mcleod is capable of doing things similar to he he sure just does it at a different scale. So I'm glad that Nico is finally back. Fingers crossed that today's practice goes well because I think the Devils can really use him during these next stretch of games because they kind of fall into the favor of the Devils. Hint, hint for segment two. But let's talk about Timo Meyer while we're still on the subject of injuries. So during that same media availability, Lindy revealed that Timo is not back to skating And he does not anticipate for Timo to travel with the team to Detroit when they take on the Red Wings on Wednesday. So this has just been another issue for the Devils. And it's been quite clear because let's think of like their five-star players. So Jack Hughes, Nico Kiescher, Jesper Bratt, Timo Meyer, and also Dougie Hamilton. Let's just say those are the five-star players for the Devils. It's been a struggle for New Jersey just because You've been missing three of those five players. So the only players that have been healthy up to this point are Dougie Hamilton and also Jesper Bratt. But I think the more important players like Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes, when you build your offense, your game plan around them, it definitely takes a hinder. So we're going to transition into segment two momentarily. But before we continue, I want to tell you guys about the sleeper app. I am in the midst of my fantasy football season. And right now, my Philadelphia Eagles are failing me at the time being because Monday night football is still going on. But let's not talk about football. Let's talk about uh NHL and Sleeper. So a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. So Jack Hughes could score 50 goals. Devils could hoist the Stanley Cup if they get their act together. And you can win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of Locked on NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy contests not only that but fans can also play daily fantasy football basketball baseball college football on the sleeper app so all you have to do is pick studs like jack hughes jesper brad v tech akira schmidt whomever will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals assists saves plus minus and more in any given game so to win 100 times bet on sleeper you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats you heard me devil's fans you can win 100 times your money by playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper so start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big use promo code locked on nhl and you'll get a 100 match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply that's locked on nhl see sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Okay, so let's talk about Jack Hughes and his highly anticipated return against the Rangers. So obviously there was a lot of question marks. Would Jack Hughes finally return to game time action. And I think a lot of people were happy to see him warming up with the top line. And that was a clear indicator that he was going to finally return. And that was big for New Jersey because like I said, in segment one, I just saw Jack Hughes be very aggressive. Like he, it seems like he hasn't really skipped a beat because uh, his heart trophy campaign is still very much alive. People don't, don't count that out. Yes. He missed five games, but I think he is yearning to add more points onto the board and he was able to do so. So in his first game back from injury, he recorded a goal, albeit it was sort of a fluke goal. And Shastarkin really let that one uh, fumble past him. It, it was actually it was like one of the most boring Jack Hughes goals I have ever seen. But still, a goal is a goal, and he still picked up an assist. So, gotta just say, like once again, my prediction from the previous episode with John Chick of Lockdown Rangers it finally came true. But ultimately. The Devils came out on the losing end by a score of five to three, and a lot of people were ticked, including Jack Hughes. So, having spoken to Jack, he is definitely very blunt. He's short and simple with the media. He'd rather be anywhere else than have a camera or, his mi- or a microphone shoved into his face. But sometimes he does spit facts, and I'm glad that he is not afraid to hold himself and also his team accountable. So, let's listen into a recent soundbite that Jack Hughes shared with the media in the recent loss that the Devils took. Check it out. I think we I think we're a good hockey team. We're in a rough stretch of hockey right now, including tonight, you know. That's a like, that's a game really good teams win, you know. And we're not there right now. So that's something that we're going to have to get back to because we've done it before and we just got to sharpen up, you know, from our top guys all the way to the bottom. We just got to just sharpen up so when we're looking at the devils currently at the time of this recording they are sixth in the metro they have a record of eight seven and one and when we look at the teams that are ahead of them some of them are on decent win streaks. so the rangers who sit uh first in the metro they're on a four game win streak flyers are on a five game win streak capitals are on a four game win streak hurricanes and penguins both won their more recent matchups and then the devils once again they sit sixth in the metro and they are tied with the New York Islanders for the same amount of points with 17, but the Islanders won their most recent matchup, and I think the only team that has pretty much fallen off the face of the map is the Blue Jackets, because they're currently on a nine-game losing streak, and the Devils will play them later this week, and also, I might have some behind-the-scenes coverage for you guys, so a little hint for, for you as to what I got in the works, but nonetheless, it's clear that the Devils aren't really off to the electric start compared to last year, because during this time, they were in the midst of a 13-game win streak, and they had a lot of points to play with. But Jack said, like, basically good teams finish those types of games because what we saw in the game against the Rangers was that it was right there for the Devils. Unfortunately, they allowed the Rangers to once again recapture the momentum, and then the Rangers came into New Jersey, and they came away with a 5-3 to victory. And that was very frustrating because, once again, right there for the Devils to take, and they just let their opposition just take the wind out of their sails. So Jack Hughes says that good teams finish those types of games, and he's absolutely right. Right now, the Devils are sort of in a funk, but I'm here to share some positivity because I don't think it's the worst scenario in the world for the Devils to be in for the time being because it's still late November, and I know that we sort of get a sense as to which teams are the contenders, which teams are the pretenders, and which teams are just counting down the days until summertime when uh, the NHL draft is is more of a talking point. Obviously, uh, you got teams like the San Jose Sharks that are just counting down the days until the NHL draft. But nonetheless, for the Devils, they're not really in an ideal position. Like if the season were to end today, the they'd be out of the playoffs. But once again, I want to give the Devils discourse some hope here because I think the Devils are going to be just fine. So Once again, like I said in segment one, one of the big things that the Devils need to do, they need to get their two superstar players back, and that is Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer. Because I think a lot of people have underestimated, including myself, as to how important it is to have, like, Jack Hughes, who's a heart-caliber type player, and then Nico Heischer, who's a Selkie-caliber type player, on their roster. Because I was seeing a lot of discussions on social media as to, like, has there ever been a team that has done well without their superstar players? And I think someone brought up the fact that if we go back like over a decade ago, back to the 2011-2012 season, Cindy Crosby, he missed more than 40 games due to a concussion-like symptoms, which, by the way, if Nico Keisha was dealing with a concussion and That's what the official assessment was. Look at Sidney Crosby over 10 years ago. He missed 40-plus games. Nico Heischer, nowhere near to missing that type of game. So just putting that into perspective, but digressing a little bit, Sidney Crosby missed more than 40 games. However, you have someone like Evgeny Malkin winning the heart that very same year. So yes, Sidney Crosby, who's one of the greatest players to ever play this game, Yes, he missed more than 40 games, but right behind him, you had Malkin, and once again, Malkin was the MVP that season for the NHL, and the Penguins still had a very good year. So once they got Crosby back in February, we saw a few weeks later they went on a lengthy win streak. They still finished with a 100-plus points. So I don't think that was the best example because, once again, if Jack Hughes goes down with an injury, Nico Keisher has to step up his game because he's next in line as to who can generate the most amount of points for Devils or at least be a good playmaker for his team. Nico's a very unselfish player, so I don't know if he would be trying to help someone like maybe Jesper Brad or hypothetically Timo Meyer try to generate more goals and more looks for themselves. But I would like to think that Nico Heischer would take a a lot of the burden on his shoulders to try to put the team on his back because he is the captain. And then for Jack Hughes, he is the franchise piece. So, but the thing is, is that the Devils lost their franchise piece and they also lost their captain. Those are two big blows. And like I said, in segment one, it's really hard to adapt to that. And it's been a big talking point that I've been having for Devils in the wake of the absence of both respective players, because it's like, how do you change up your game plan? And Lindy Ruff also acknowledged that it's extremely difficult because when you have someone like Jack Hughes, when you have someone like Nico Heischer, the system is built around them. And when you have a system in place, minus those two players, it's rather difficult to try to adjust on the fly, which is why I think someone like Jesper Bratt was kind of struggling, but, Someone like Timo Meyer, he was actually doing pretty well because he was a big help for the Devils on the man advantage. So my thing is like, yes, the Devils aren't really in a good position right now, but I don't think it's that bad, especially since they're getting their two superstar players back. And dare I say, the Devils defense is starting to improve a little bit. And I think it's going back to what a lot of people were pushing for, which was getting Colin Miller into the lineup because He's actually done quite nicely the past couple games for Devils, and it's something that I've been anticipating because I said, like, look, his preseason wasn't good, and the end of his Dallas Stars tenure, also not really good if we look at the playoffs. But I said you got to give him a chance to try to add more depth to the defense because uh, prior to that Pittsburgh Penguins game, the Devils were rocking with the same six defensemen night in and night out, and all Lindy could do was just shake up the defensive pairings. That's all he could do. He couldn't make someone like, Brendan Smith a healthy scratch because there was no one behind him so my thing is like I like Colin Miller I really hope Lindy Ruff decides to scratch Brendan Smith I know Smith is good on the PK and he likes to be aggressive but I think it's very clear that Colin Miller does really well with Luke Hughes and vice versa so I think the defense is starting to improve a little bit for New Jersey heading in the right direction a lot of work to do I'm not saying they're close but I'm starting to see the improvement a little bit more. And it started with just basically getting a fresh body in the lineup and also just switching it up just a tad bit. So I think Colin Miller has been a breath of fresh air for a lot of the Devils fan base. And also, I think the Devils have a very decent chance to rack up more wins because when we look at ahead of their schedule... They have the Detroit Red Wings on Wednesday. They've beaten the Red Wings before. Then on Friday, they have the Columbus Blue Jackets. Damon Severson will be returning to the Prudential Center for the first time since being a part of the Blue Jackets organization. Remember, Blue Jackets, at the time of this recording, are on a nine-game losing streak. Buffalo Sabres, Saturday. New York Islanders on Tuesday. That could be an interesting matchup because the Devils and Islanders have similar records. And then the Flyers have been a big surprise in the Metropolitan Division because they're currently on a five-game win streak and I anticipated for the Blue Jackets to improve because I remember talking to Brian Hedger of the Columbus Dispatch and he said the Blue Jackets were dealing with a lot of injuries last year and now that they're fully healthy maybe we can expect a big change for them. Maybe Elvis Merzlinkis is ready to be that guy in net for Columbus but unfortunately that has not been the case because Patrick Laine was just a, a healthy scratch for the Blue Jackets not too long ago and I had some decent expectations for him and Johnny Goodrow, not really what he once was with uh Calgary, but digressing a little bit. So the Flyers have been a big surprise. I anticipate for them to basically stay where they were at bottom tier in the metro, but and the blue jackets improve. But nonetheless, that's not what happened. Then first day of December, they'll play the San Jose Sharks. Mackenzie Blackwood will be making his return to the Prudential Center for the first time since being a part of the Sharks organization. Then December 5th, Vancouver Canucks, that'll be a little interesting because Quinn Hughes has been really doing well for uh, the Canucks and they've honestly surprised me. But then December 7th, you got the Kraken. December 9th, you got the Flames. December 10th, I know that they have Connor McDavid and also Leon Draisaitl. but let's face it, there's some issues that need to be worked out with the Oilers. So December 10th and then December 13th, I think that's when it's going to get a little bit more difficult for Devils because you got to take on the Boston Bruins. But then December 16th, December 17th, you got to take on the Blue Jackets once more, and then the Anaheim Ducks, and then you got the Flyers December 19th. And I could go on for hours, but basically just to give you a jiff as to the next few games for Devils, I think a lot of those games fall into their favor. So once again, Red Wings, Blue Jackets, Sabres, Islanders, Flyers, Sharks, Canucks, Kraken, Flames, Oilers, Bruins, Blue Jackets, Ducks. I think there's no reason why the devils can't, can't win most of those games. So I think the devils are going to improve their overall record. I think we're going to see a big surge in the metropolitan Division, And also we'll start to see some teams falter or rise and devils could be one of those teams that either uh, rises or falls down. But nonetheless, I am projecting for the devils, especially with getting Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes back. I think we're going to see a lot more wins and Some wins might be uglier than others, but still a win is a win, and that's what I want to hammer on home. So I think, once again, looking at that schedule and looking at the improvement that the Devils have been making, at least getting their two superstar players back and also improving on their defense, I think the Devils are definitely going to rack up more wins, but obviously you got to factor in the goaltending, and that's how we're going to close out today's episode. But before we continue... I want to tell you guys about eBay Motors. So passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from supercharges, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed or power or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always be exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Okay, so let's talk about the goaltending for the Devils because it's been somewhat atrocious, and I've been trying my best to defend Akira Schmidt and also VTech Banchek, but... The facts are there; they're just not having a good season. So when we look at the goal save above expected category, Akira Schmid ranks 57. So ahead of him is Ante Ranta. Ranta has goal save above expected minus 2.3, and below Schmid is Elvis Merzlinkus. He has a goal save above expected of minus 2.8. Akira Schmid once again sits at 57 with a rating of minus 2.4, and then Vitek Vanacek below Akira Schmid by a couple slots. So Banchek comes in at 62. Ahead of him is Philip Grubauer, and below him is Kuchikov. So Banachek has a goal save above expected rating of minus 3.8. So I think it's safe to say that while it doesn't really fall all onto their shoulders, I know the defense hasn't been the best for New Jersey. Vitek Banchek and Akira Schmidt, they're just not making those crucial or grade A saves that we saw a lot last year. Now, a lot of people have questions, including myself, as to, how do you fix this for New Jersey? Because the last few years, goaltending has been a big Achilles heel for New Jersey. And a lot of people are saying, like, look at the trade market, look at somewhere else, because they have lost faith in VTech, Vanacek, and Akira Schmidt. And I was actually talking to a couple other Devils content creators, including Jersey Joe, about like how do the Devils fix this issue? And it's clear that there's no easy fix. And this is something that I brought up in- Recent episodes. Like, I know everyone wants to see the Devils improve. I know everyone wants to see the Devils go after Nikita Zadorov and things like that. But the one thing I want to make uh, very crucial for everyone is that there is no easy fix. It's going to take some time. Like, firing Lindy Ruff is not going to be the answer that the Devils are looking for because then you got to bring in a new coach. You got to bring in a new system. Players got to get accustomed to him. And basically, there's going to be some growing pains when. Ever a new coach takes over. I don't think it's going to happen lightning fast. And I think Lindy Ruff has done a pretty decent job as head coach for Devils, but digressing a little bit, the point I'm just trying to make is that things take time and obviously the Devils are going through some growing pain. So I wrote down three possible solutions for New Jersey and what the most likely outcome is. So, number one, stick to what they got. Obviously, that hasn't been working. So I don't know if they're just going to try to ride it out. And it's a dangerous game because right now they're just trying to basically juggle between Akira Schmidt and Vitek Vancek, which one has a hot hand, which one can show some sort of consistency, which one can pull up three wins quickly for the Devils if they need to. So basically it's just like the Devils have to have a good performance in front of them. And like I said, the Devils do have some issues to work out and goaltending is one of them. So the uh, Devils could stick to what they got and just hope for the best, but that might be a little bit dangerous and a little bit too late if the Devils are trying to turn it around come mid-season, and let's say the Devils are outside the playoff picture and they continue to lose, then it, the season could be over before they realize it. Now, option number two, and this is a possible outcome, which is the Devils will send down Akira Schmidt and call up someone else. Because Akira Schmidt is in the final year of his entry-level contract, which means he can be sent down without any repercussions. And I think people are forgetting that Akira Schmid was sent down to Utica a few times last year because Mackenzie Blackwood would sometimes return back from injury and the Devils would only carry two goalies on the roster. And Akira Schmid was the odd man out because he could be sent back down to Utica without any repercussion. And honestly, I think that was the best thing to happen for Akira because he's not a healthy scratch. He's not in the press box watching the game he's actually still getting some reps and he's getting ready for the playoffs and he was phenomenal in round one against the rangers he was my personal mvp for that series so i think sending akira schmidt back down just to give his confidence just an extra boost i don't think that's the worst case scenario but i think the thing that devils fans might be a little thickening about is that who do you call up and unfortunately there aren't that many options especially with nico dawes still out with injuries so You could look at Eric Schalgren or you could look at Keith Cade, but if I had to choose one, I think you would have to go with Eric Schalgren in in that sort of aspect. But once again, I'm not expecting for Schalgren to light the world on fire, but I think it's a case for Akira Schmidt to just once more get some reps in and just try to get his confidence back to where it was last year. So I'm not saying I would do that outcome, but I'm just saying that is a possibility and once again, Schmidt could be sent down with no repercussion. And we saw that happen last year. And now the third scenario, and this is probably the least likely scenario, which is Devils try to trade or sign an available goalie. And I, once again, I spoke with some Devils content creators and Jersey Joe also spoke with some content creators as well. One of them is a credentialed media member for the Devils who I will probably see in a few days, hint, hint, but digressing a little bit. The consensus is is that the goalie market is very, very, very thin, and I think if the Devils really wanted to trade for someone or sign someone, I think they missed their chance during the off season. And they obviously they were in the uh, probably in the running for uh, Connor Hellebuck. Uh, I think John Gibson it out of Anaheim at one point, but his agent uh, declined the rumors. But anyway. I think the the point I'm trying to make is that there aren't that really many options to choose from, especially good goalies. Like Just because a goalie is available doesn't mean he is going to help the Devils. I'm just trying to make that perfectly clear. So If I had to choose the more likely outcome, I would say that the Devils are going to try to stick to what they got, see how this works out, or they could send Akira Schmidt back down and just try to get a, a, a new sense of direction, maybe bring up Eric Schallgren or I I know a lot of you might not want this, and I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just putting out an option. Keith Kincaid, also in the AHL. So don't shoot the messenger, just basically reporting on what I know. So once again, I know the goaltending has been a bit of a struggle, but nothing is an easy fix. And for right now, the Devils are just going to have to stick to what they got, whether you like it or not. That's just the hand that the Devils are being dealt with for the time being. There aren't that really many options to choose from, and nothing is going to come quick and easy at this point. So the Devils are just going to have to ride with what they got for a time being and then maybe come the trade deadline if the Devils are still outside the playoff picture and they're just on the outside looking in and they can possibly get back into it with a good win streak. I'm sure Tom Fitzgerald is going to call up the lines and he's going to do whatever it takes to try to fleece a team for a goalie. But let me know what you guys think. How big of a help is Nico Heischer going to be since he's returning from injury? What are your expectations for him? And what did you think of the comments from Jack Hughes? And also, like, how would you fix the Devils goaltending situation? Because I put down three possible outcomes that the Devils could choose from because right now they don't really have the, the right to be picky. So it's like beggars can't be choosers at this point. But here's your guys' thoughts, so leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal X-Page app at TreyMap4 and the show's X-Page app at LockedOnDevils. As for this episode, that's the time I have for you, so continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys next episode. Thanks for listening once again.